afternoon and good evening. Welcome to Ongaku to You, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of August 11th, 2018. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Gray. What's happening, guys? Yeah, what's happening? And it's another Dos Compadre episode. Unfortunately, Luna doesn't look like she'll be able to uh, join us again, uh, mostly because this is a double episode, and uh, she has some personal problems that she needs to yeah. take care of, so we totally understand. So. Yeah. Yeah, she's got a lot going on, but uh, this will also be a fairly short uh, episode, just as a heads up, uh, because just the way the... The scheduling fell and stuff like that. It's just we're not going to have time to do a full episode. So our apologies ahead of time. Yeah, so, at least we're here. Yeah, so if you guys notice, yeah, at least we're here. If you guys notice that it is going to be a much shorter episode than usual, uh, mostly because we, because of the radio podcast yesterday, we did not get a chance to really check out the Oricon stuff. Yeah. Uh, it was just debating a scheduling and such. So. Yeah, Just be aware of that. I, I did get a chance to hear the Hey Say Jump song, which is the number one song, which is that, that was pretty good. But because it's Hey Say Jump, it's a little hard to get a hold of. So uh, that's I mean, a, a little bit better than the other groups. Yeah, it's true, but not not the best, unfortunately. <laughs> that's OK. But yeah, um, how have you been, Gray? How'd you like hosting the the podcast? I never did get to ask you about that. Uh, I was really nervous in the beginning. I th- I think it shows in the episode. And then by the end of it, uh, I got so excited, I kind of lost my mind there for a little bit. So I apologize to anybody. Uh, I just I'm one of those people when I get passionate and and I get excited, I. I, it's hard for me to process things and I just kind of go off the wall, but I, I actually did have a, a blast. Um, uh, I love talking about radio. Uh, it, it, they're a band I'm really passionate about. I, I think that came through loud and clear and, uh, you know, I just want to see them grow. I want to see them grow their, their audience, their fan base. And if, if our show can help that in any manner that that's all I care about. Like having, having you and Luna just look at me as like, you know, thank you for uh, getting me into this band. You know, that's, that's what I want. Just like, you know, I don't even need the thanks. So I was just like, like, you know, I'm just glad more people are excited for radio. So it, it was, it was a fun experience and um, I'm certain there'll be more times uh, down the road that I will host. So uh, that is just a given. But for now, I, I really enjoyed it. I'm kind of glad you're you're back in the in the chair. It's because I I'm one of those people's like like I'm comfortable where I'm at, and, and I, like I, said, I had a lot of fun. But I'm glad to be back, just as the the engineer behind the scene, you know, behind the scenes, not really pushing the whole thing forward. So. But yeah, no, the my week was good. Uh, I had a, a a surprisingly good week uh, with my real estate, so I'm just hoping that something good comes of that, so that I can quit my night job, and then that'll give me more time to devote to the show and stuff because that's that's what we want to do. I I I don't think there's a person on the show that doesn't want to devote more time to it. Uh, we, we love, we've in the little time that we've started the show, I think it's grown to mean a lot to all of us and we just want to put more into it and, um, help grow the show as a whole. So hopefully we can get to a place where that's possible. So I'm excited. How was your week, bud? Uh, it was okay. Um, I'll have something to announce at the end of the show, but we'll talk more about that later. 
uh, it's been all right. I've been fairly busy with um, the radio stuff and future projects that uh, we're going to be working on. So yeah, but throughout the throughout the podcast yesterday, I was laughing because I figured, oh man, he must Gray must be fairly nervous, so he might be drinking. No. And I was thinking throughout throughout the episode, man, you just started with beer. And then you just went to hard shots at the end of the episode because you were kind of, oh, okay, this is how the direction is going to go towards the episode. No, I, uh, I, I just, I, I was drinking water honestly the whole night. Uh, so no, uh, I, I was sober during all that. It's just, like I said, like when I, I was really nervous at first, and then when the ball got rolling. Uh, I I got so excited, especially when we started talking about top fives. The um, like, I think I think it was really cool because like I've noticed, especially like Utada and Scandal, there was a fair amount of overlap. There was almost no overlap. There was a little, I think like one or two songs, but for the most part, we talked about fifteen unique was- different songs, and uh, every one of those songs are amazing in my mind like like i love every one of those songs that we talked about we did not talk about a bad song last night and i so when you know you would talk about something that wasn't on my top five it's like oh but i love this song it's so great ah and then when luna would say uh do a song that wasn't in my top five but i love it i'd be like yes 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 and uh it's just it was just one of those moments where it's like like we got to talk about a lot of their discography and that was a concern that I had. Cause I was like, cause I was like, well, I've got my top five, but what if there's a lot of overlap? I don't want to sit here and talk about the same five songs over and over again. And I knew there wouldn't be verbatim the same. Like we're all different people. We all gravitate toward different things, but the see the variety that came out of that was really exciting to me uh, because it, it allowed us to talk a lot more about various songs than we typically had in the past. So that, that was exciting and it just, it just showed, I couldn't contain it. I was like, yay. I was like, I was the kid in the candy store last night. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. I think I was the only one that didn't have any overlay because you and Luna had, uh, one or two overlays, I believe. I think just I think it was the... one. Spicy Madonna, was, I think, yeah. is the only one. My number five is her number three. And I think that was it. Yeah, so... Or did she Did she also do Sunday? It was... No, no, I think it was Spicy Madonna. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah. With that, uh, what have you been listening to? Surprisingly enough, not radio. <laughs> uh, like the only day that I listened to radio was the was the day that we recorded the episode because I was like, oh, I need to listen to Yes one more time because I'd only listened to it once prior to recording, and I was like, I can't talk about that with any amount of clarity having only listened to it once so i did listen to yes once and luna hadn't quite listened to the album yet uh so we listened to the album again yesterday pre-show which was interesting in and of itself uh but mostly this week ever since i started with inflow i don't know i've just been on this um hip-hop kick sort of and uh like this week i yo 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 kick (laughs) pretty much uh, this week I listened to pretty exclusively. It was Lotus Juice uh, from Monday mm. to. No, I was listening to it yesterday. I haven't listened to any Lotus Juice today, but uh, there, there's. I'm I'm going to work here in a little over an hour, so there there will be some Lotus Juice uh, to be played. Uh, like I. I, I was going to say, if you take that out of context, that sounds so bad. <laughs> I do what I can. Uh, the, uh, yeah, I, well, the uh, opening of Buzz is stuck in my head, uh, which the opening line to Buzz is Basement Nerd. And I'm like, 
you're one to talk. You did music for Persona. That's one of the more nerdiest franchises I can think of. But I do. I, I love his style and his music, and uh, it just gets it just gets in your head. Uh, one song I can recommend because typically the language barrier is is a lot for some people to get over. So the awesome thing with uh, Lotus Juice is if you check out his Carpe Diem album, uh, he only has two albums on uh, Apple Music. It's Carpe Diem and More Juice. Uh, more Juice is the more recent album, and that is explicit. It, they say it. It's on there. That he drops a lot of f-bombs. Uh, Carpe Diem actually has is a little explicit, but it's not stated. So just keep that in mind. But uh, he does rap a lot in Japanese, and uh, he did a version of Do for Love which is a Japanese song, clearly, but there's an English version of the the rap portion of the song. There's a vocal version, too. That's still in Japanese, but the rap of it is in English, so you can kind of just rap along with it. And it, the, I've, I've been listening to that a lot. It's really good. So I definitely recommend Lotus Juice to anybody that's really looking to find like a hip-hop artist that they can follow. Uh, or if you liked any of the Persona games, you should be mildly familiar with the man's music. He does good stuff, so I'd recommend checking him out. But that's mostly what I've been listening to. What about you, Ken? I've been listening to Passcode a lot um, because of the news that later on we'll talk about. been t- listening to them a lot. I was listening to... A lot of Alexandros also, almost because of the news, and kind of Boone. It's because I started watching Buruto, the the anime Buruto, and they did the opening song for the anime series. So I was listening to a lot of them recently. Besides that, nothing too out of the ordinary in my usual, my juicy playlist. <laughs> how is uh, how is you know, um, how is Buruto? It's, it's all right. Like you can tell that they try to mix in a lot of things that is specifically story and then specifically filler. Like because I've watched Naruto for a while now, I've kind of noticed what is considered story and what is considered like filler. Like I'm in the major like I guess Sasuke arc or the introduction of Sasuke to to the newer readers. Yeah. Arc. And it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I recommend if you guys really like Naruto, you'll really like this also. So it's not really too surprising. Yeah. Besides I, that, yeah. I was I was just gonna say Go I ahead. I was a huge Naruto fan a long long time ago, but I fell off uh, right before the the Ninja War really kicked in. So I, I've not followed it in years and you should at least watch the ninja war stuff because that that I, if i'm remembering correctly it doesn't have much filler i dropped off right around spoiler alert when neji died yeah i hadn't made it there yet <laughs> i i know that i know i yeah that plot point has been ruined for me for years i'm well aware that he he does not live to the end of the series but yeah the last thing that i because i never really watched shippuden i just read the manga and i dropped off around volume 50 which is where um the i think the akatsuki are still a problem Uh, i mean they're still a problem (laughs) Uh, yeah but like the last arc I distinctly remember is when What's His Face shows up on the island and they're there to kidnap Killer B and Naruto. That is the last oh, distinct okay, arc okay. I remember. <laughs> so I see, I see. The um the the road to the Ninja War is being built up in the background because I think the Ninja the road to the Ninja War really starts with the Gokage summit, if I'm correct. That's yeah. where, like it, like yeah. the seeds for all that get planted, 
And then the Ninja War is something that happens afterwards. But yeah, I read up until the the point where they were they were coming to get him, and I'm like, oh, okay. And I guess for reasons they're just going to ignore the fact that Sasuke Street murders that one dude. And he was kind of an important political figure, no matter how douchey he was. So, but oh well. When there's war, I guess we can let morals just go to the side for a bit. <laughs> I I hated Donzo too. Don't get me wrong, but I'm like, you you straight up kill this guy, and there's uh, maybe there are repercussions, but from what I've seen, there's zero. And I'm like, uh, that's not right, man. <laughs> that that bothers me. Oh. Yeah, no worries. I mean, like. For me, I got ruined. I dropped off right around the right bef- right around that same area, and then I was like, "Oh, I'll just I'll just wait till it ends, and then I'll just watch it in one go or read it in one go." And then I was standing in a Barnes and Noble, and I remember I was just overhearing a conversation, and they said it fairly ra- loud. Oh, in English, they got to the part where Neji died, and I was like, "What the?" F- what the hell? <laughs> Neji died? Oh, man. Yeah. And and Neji's one of my favorite characters. Like, he was the only reason why I kept watching, for the most part. I really liked... But... Uh, I know this was pre-skip, so this would be, like, the original series, but I really liked his fight with the spider dude in the woods. Oh, yeah, The Sasuke yeah, Retrieval yeah. art. Yeah. Like, that's a dope fight. That's such a good fight. Uh, Kishimoto knows how to script a fight. Uh, I will give that man all the props for that. He knows how to script a fight. But, yeah. I, I've wanted to go... Now that it's in it, I've wanted to go back a bit because I've got the first 50 volumes and it only ran to 70. Or 72, something like that. So I'm only missing the last 22 volumes. But, if I re-picked it up, I'd have to start at least back at the time skip. <laughs> So I'd have to read the whole yeah, back half of the remember. series, and I'm like, I don't know if I want to do that. Yeah, man. But yeah, uh, let's continue on before this becomes a full-on Naruto podcast. Sorry <laughs> about that. <laughs> I, I've said about all I can say about Naruto, so I think we're good. Okay. Well, yeah, let's go on with the news. So, Force Informa's Asian Kung Fu Generation announced a brand new single. It's been about a year and a half since they've done so. And it's called Boys and Girls. And it will only have two songs this track around. Um, with Gotch, the, the lead singer, writing the A-side. And the B-side will be composed by Takahiro Yamada, who is the basis of Asian Kung Fu Generation. If you buy the limited edition copy, it will come with their... 2017 America tour documentary. Ooh, that and sounds they will also they also yeah, that sounds really interesting. I'm probably gonna pick this one up. And they also announced that they will be making a new original album by year's end. So it's really good because like I said before, we were really worried about them because they haven't really done much yeah as of late. Yeah, they they've been quiet for a while. So it's it's exciting to see them the start to come back. Because Asian Kung Fu Generation is just one of those one of those bands. Uh, if you were a teenager in the late 2000s and you were into anime, they mean something to you. So to to see yeah. them just kind of disappear like that, I was worried for the longest while. I thought they had stopped producing music as a whole because I was like, I I just assumed that they, they were no longer together because you hadn't heard anything in and, so long. You know. The thing is with them, they they done this before where they just stay radio silence for like about a year or two and then they just pop up with some a new interesting style. This is what I like about them. When they stop producing or they stop making music, their their comeback has such an interesting and much mature sound compared to their previous album before they went on break. And that's what I really love about them. Like, if you listen to Survivor's March, that's probably one of their newer songs compared to, like, Riri or something like that. Yeah. Or their remake of Riri for the uh, Kimi no Machi Made 
or Kimi no Unai no Machi or Erased, I think that was what it's erased called. Erased is, is in is English. The, is the easier name to say, yeah. Yeah, so what they did a redid a reread for that anime specifically. So Yeah. Well I always thought that was an underrated tone anyways. Like I've always yeah. liked Riri, so I, I when that was the opening theme for it, I I really kind of lost my mind there because I was like, oh, I love this song, and it's one of their lesser known songs, but it's actually one of my favorites. It, it is, if if like if I was ranking them, like if we were doing like an artist spotlight, it would be number two. <laughs> like I love that song, so the fact that I'll I'll hold you to that. <laughs> okay. Uh. It might be number one by the time we do it, because of, of, of the songs that I love by them, that's the one that's grown on me the most. And, like, just depending on the day, it's like, uh, I do love Far and Away. That, w- that would be, like, my number one. But number two would be Riri. So it's like, eh, it, it just depends on the day. But I do, I love that song. I'm pretty sure by the time the new album comes out, we sh- we should be in the works of making them our next our spotlight. Yes, uh, and to be fair, like I have their first greatest hits. Uh, I'm not familiar with their work past their first greatest hits, and uh, I know they. It, what was it? Was it earlier this year they released their second greatest hits thing? So. Yep. Uh, which yep. is really great because I've I have been wanting to pick that up, dive into it, and listen to it because there's a huge chunk of their history I haven't listened to yet, and I really want to hear it. So I, I'm I would love to do an artist spotlight for them. I know we just announced last night we're going to do Aisha, but uh, yeah, we we haven't had that conversation about what comes after that, but. I would be all for a Asian Kung Fu Generation podcast. And I know Luna's a huge fan, so I don't think it'd take a whole lot of convincing to get her either. Yeah, we've, we've talked about it in the past, so it was just a matter of time of uh, doing it. Or yeah. planning it, anyway. Yeah, it'll, it'll also but be yeah, a timing the... thing. But yeah, the new single "Boys and Girls" will be released on September twenty second or twenty sixth. You can uh, reserve it at CD Japan. You can use our site to kind of pre-order that too. So don't worry about that. Continuing on, Passcode just announced their first double A single as a major major label. So. Their new single, Tonight and Taking You Out, will be released September 12th. And the limited edition version will also include a DVD copy of their Passcode versus 2018 event that they did in Osaka. So I really like them. They're a more interesting idol group because it's only one of their members does the the screamo metal stuff and it's just interesting to watch them live how they do it <laughs> i've not watched any of their live music but when i saw the article i was like oh you know i've never really listened and checked them out and so i i, I listened to them and i will i will say i i was not a fan <laughs> i was like i like the music i hear the screaming in the background i'm like oh god this is giving me a headache like i just I never liked that. It, it's it's something. Every once in a blue moon, I'll find a song I can kind of look past that element, and I can enjoy the song after that. But by and large, it's, it's not a sound I it's, genuinely it's, like, and it gives me a headache. So I'm like, ugh. Uh, well, for for me, because it's different compared to a lot of the other idol stuff, and yeah. that's the only reason why I like them. I mean, they they reminded me a lot of Bish. So, yeah, which I do like Bish. Um, so, and to be fair, I will keep listening to them. It's not like I've wrote them up yet, but like what I've heard, I'm like, I don't like the screaming. Please stop. But that's okay. But you know, the the song the song Ray. If you just listen to Ray, that only their screaming is only 
think I want to say 30 seconds of the song of a three, four minute song. That's oh, not too bad. bad compared to other ones. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's only a lead up right before the chorus. So. And you know what? In two months, I can have a total turnaround to come back here and be like, man, I'm the biggest passcode fan that exists. You never know. Uh, just cause yeah. there's, there's some styles of music you have to get used to listening to in order to like them. I, it, yeah. They're an acquired taste. And so. I, I understand because when I was doing the first news of their first major album, it, it took some getting used to, but I really did like their latest single, Ray, and I was really looking forward to that single. So I, I, I really got... I really like their certain style, so I'm looking forward to tonight and taking you out. So, but yeah, you can pre-order that also on our site through CD Japan. So just take a look at that. But continuing on, Kanaboon just announces a brand new album. It's their B-side compilation called KBB Volume Two, and this will be released September 19th. This album is a companion piece for a key, uh, KBB Volume 1, which was released in March of earlier this year. So this is to commemorate Kanaboon's fifth anniversary for their major label debut. It's not too bad. They all have 13 tracks total, with 11 tracks being their B-side track, and include one brand new song called Yoru no Madok. Madobe Kara, and it, which is and a remaster of their major debut song, Shoshai uh, Hisui no Rei Odan, which is their first major single. So, I'm interested on hearing their remaster for their yeah. debut song. I, I'm actually not familiar with Kanaboon, but uh, you've talked them up so much. I've been interested in them, and I just looked them up on Apple Music. They're there, so I will. I will check yeah, them out. They're, they're uh, owned by Sony, so. <laughs> yeah. and, well, that doesn't mean they'll be on Apple Music. Uh, this just means there's a higher probability that they might be on Apple Music. I don't, I'm still waiting <laughs> yeah, on Sony to drop a the... There's 70% chance they'll be on there. <laughs> I, I'm still waiting on Sony to drop the new little Glee Monster single. They haven't done that yet. They need to get off their butts and do it. <laughs> like, come on, people. <laughs> like, the only, like, the only way I've been able to listen to their new song is through YouTube, which is a miracle because they're, they're really finicky on what uh, little Glee Monster songs go up on YouTube, too. So By the uh, time it goes on Apple Music, they'll probably drop the PV from YouTube. <laughs> probably. Probably. So. I but yeah, you can pre-order your like, copy of uh, KBB Volume 2 through our site and through CD Japan once again. I also like the name kind of. Oh, go ahead. It go rolls ahead. off the tongue so well. Yeah, yeah, it was. It it's does. It does. It does. And they're more mostly known because of the Naruto song or Naruto game that came out in the West. They were playing that a lot in the Game Stops when I was working there. So it was just a a mild uh, surprise when I saw Kanaboon just being played throughout all the GameStops throughout the nation. So I was like, oh, it's a great way for their exposure. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. But yeah, I'm just going to talk about some Bang Dream news before we continue to our last piece of news. So first and foremost, Bang Dream announces a new collaboration pro project with mega, mega multimedia conglomerate Hatsumiku. And that will start at the end of August. Once again, this collaboration will only be on the Japanese servers for Bang Dream Girls Band Party. It'll probably be released with uh, uh, to the US or worldwide servers within the year. With this collaboration, they'll have three cover songs by Afterglow, Poppin' Party, and Hello Happy World with special design arts for all three covers. And also, because of this collaboration, Bang Dream will take part in the Hatsumiku Magic, Magical Mirai 2018 tour in Tokyo. So I believe a couple of the voice actresses will actually go on stage and do a collab. So how, very, how, very nice. How do you have a concert for a girl that 
does not exist. You do the three D three D projection, kind of like how they do for gorillas. Uh, okay, that makes sense. Because I was like, uh, Hatsune Miku does not exist. Oh, Vocaloids is not really my thing anyway. Hatsune so Miku lives in it lives inside all the fans' hearts, man. <laughs> Clearly, uh, she might live in other places too, but we won't go there. Uh, <laughs> she lives in the domino box also in Japan. <laughs> uh, yeah, that she does. Did you see that, by the way? Um, her, they had a collaboration with Domino's. I want to say right around the time we we were in Japan. So it comes with a QR code. And when you scan that QR code with the Domino's app, she'll appear on top of the Domino's box and do a live concert, like a two-song two live concert on the Domino's box. Okay, I'll admit that's pretty cool. <laughs> Even though I'm so, not her fan. But, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Hatsune Miku always uh, always uh, surprises everyone. And don't worry, I know how to say her name. It's an inside joke between a lot of my friends and mine for Hatsune uh, Miku. I was like, and, uh, Magical Mirai. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I figure you know how to say it because I'm like, you're the most fluent Japanese uh, person I know. So clearly you, you know the proper pronunciation <laughs> of her. But, yeah, magical Morai. It's it's funny because the Morai part is from when they did the Project Morai in the game when they were releasing the game in GameStop, and one of the, uh, the one of the GameStop announcer people did not know how to say Mirai correctly, so they kept on saying Hatsune Miku Project Morai, and I was like, okay, Morai carry, sure, whatever, fine, <laughs> we'll deal with that later. The so most cringeworthy between all my games. The most cringeworthy stuff I've I've ever seen is like when Pokemon did the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, and so you would have like all these Pokemon going down the, the you know New York Times Square, all that fun stuff, and then you'd have the reporters on uh, NBC or CBS or whatnot, and they would have no idea how to pronounce. Two thirds of the of, of the Pokemon's names, like it got to the point where, um, they could pronounce Pikachu because it's Pikachu. Other than that, it was a field day of just like, do you guys have no idea how to pronounce this stuff? Do you? <laughs> Why talk about it? Uh. <laughs> But makes yeah. you and makes you excited for the um, for the uh, Olympic openings. Like I, I wonder what names are going to get in that. <laughs> Hudson Makum, AKB. I know those two are like the most wide options. I'm pretty sure because of the integration of NHK World that Deitch has been doing, he'll probably show up also in the opening ceremonies. Yeah. Well, I was I was telling a friend of I'm mine uh, pretty sure that I, I shared with her his U video, and I was, I was telling her, like, he'll probably be in the, in the opening ceremonies, I, I would imagine. So. Yeah. Uh, another couple of famous acts is Perfume Might probably join up to because perfume is fairly worldwide known now at this point yeah so i can see that but yeah continuing on with some more uh, bang dream news here their fifth live concert which was performed back in march of this past year is now going to be shown in theaters across the u.s and canada so it's in yes. collaboration with Azoland Pictures, which I'm very happy. <laughs> They'll be showing it in selected theaters. One it's... of those theaters is Hawaii, so I'm very happy. I'm going to finally go see them, quote-unquote, live. <laughs> uh, I will not be able to get and... because they're not coming anywhere near North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> you said that, that the closest that you'll be able to go to is Georgia? Yeah, but that's like four hours. I, I, don't, I don't have that time. Yeah. It's a four-hour yeah. drive to and fro. So, 
for the U.S., they'll be showing they'll be showing two days of the concert, which is day one will be Pop and Party, and day two will be Rosalia. Pop and Party's concert will be on September eighth for the U.S. and September 9th for Canada, and Rosalia will be the following week at September sixteenth and the seventeenth for Canada. With the collaboration, you'll also be receiving a special card of one from each of the bands according to what day you go to. I'm pretty sure it's the Vice Schwartz cards because that also just came out, which reminds I have to do an unboxing for that fairly soon. <laughs> that, of course, on our channel. I'll do it for my personal channel. <laughs> you can do it on ours. But yeah, I'm very it's excited. tangential. Nah, I'm, I'm, I... <laughs> Separation of church and state there. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of crossover already. <laughs> I'm just saying. But yeah, I'm very excited. I can't wait. Um, I miss a lot of chimes. I miss the the uh, anime expo thing just because when I went to Japan. So yeah, you, you're, you're stuck in a, a weird place. It's like I can go to one or the other. Let me flip a coin. And the moment you flip the coin and chose you were like oh why didn't i go to the other one <laughs> yeah i mean i had a lot of fun in japan don't get me wrong but man i missed a lot of good events that i could have gone to when i was in um anime expo so yeah inflow would have been so dope you to see live and i'm pretty sure luna would have killed me if i was like oh i didn't really get to see crystal k <laughs> but yeah continuing on to our last piece of news alexandros announces their first u.s tour so they they've been popping up a lot recently worldwide known they're probably more known for their song that they're gonna be in the bleach movie so a lot of exposure yes. from that and they've previously toured several parts of Asia and Europe, but never really toured the U.S. before. However, starting in October 14th, they'll be heading to five locations across the U.S. Texas, Oklahoma City, Washington, D.C., and New York. So you guys are actually more akin to go and see them compared to where I was. If they went to California, I might go and see them, but. Uh, Luna would be the best because I think Oklahoma City is not too, too far from where she lives. I think it's just a drive down maybe yeah. or a drive up. But like the closest, the closest for me is like a 12, 13 hour drive. So Towards DC? Uh, DC's eight. So I guess that would be the closest. But yeah, if you guys are interested, they're going to the Canton Hall in Dallas, Texas, the Scott Bar in Houston, Texas, the Diamond Ballroom in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, U Street Music Hall in Washington, D.C., and the Gramercy Theater in New York City, New York. So you can get your tickets at alexandros.jp. And hopefully you guys go. I really do like a lot of their music. They have a very interesting style. Mosquito Bite was a really good song. And Mata Ashita is my favorite song by them. So please look on. Please look forward to them. Hopefully they can do a lot more U.S. tours with this first successful U.S. tour. Well, it would be really nice just to see more U.S. tours from various bands, period. Because... Yeah, uh, there there is a growing audience. They're starting to grow. Yeah. So, we're we're looking forward to that, and hopefully, with this, we'll get a little bit more extra fans from that. Hopefully. But yeah, hopefully. With that, that's the end of the news, and we'll talk about this week's indie quarter, Sony Plus Jitter Jackal. They are a two-person EDM collaboration unit that was formed in 2016 of, from songwriter Sone, formerly of Atlantis Airport, and musician Junie Kobayashi of 
Oyasumi holograms and Temtem fames. I've wrote an article about Oyasumi holograms before. I did not know that was the same guy because oh, of yeah. just how instinctively s- s- different that style of music is. Because Oyasumi holograms, they're a fairly punk, punk rock band. So it's a very interesting thing, a different style that he does. And Sony's powerful voice is so good. She has such a controlling vocal range with a lot of their her songs. And it's only reinforced by uh, Kobayashi's melody that and beats that he created for her. Their, their song, um, Tokyo Diorama, aptly shows off the extent of her vocal range, which I love. So. Yeah. And currently... Sonia plus Jerry uh, Jackal has two mini albums, one released in 2016 and the second one released in 2017 with their first full-length album, uh, Tale Teller, being released back in April of this year. You can actually go buy Tale Teller at CD Japan. You can use our site to go buy that if you guys are interested. If anything, check out the music video for Tokyo Diorama. It's... It's something different that we've done because we haven't, for for me specifically, we've only done a lot of bands and rock bands and maybe yeah. a little stray from R&B bands. So this is the first to do like a full-on different style of music. So hopefully you guys really like it because I want to experiment and do like EDM or not just rock bands because it's, it's fairly easy to kind of do rock bands now. Yeah. But just seeing a different style of indie style for EDM and stuff like that is so exciting. Yeah, it's really cool. I, I never heard of them. Uh, check them out. And I got to say, I really liked Tokyo Diorama. That is a really cool song. And the music video is pretty, pretty good. And yeah, Sone's vocals are really, really good. She is really talented. And uh, is it jitter is a jitter jackal or jittery jackal? Uh, jittery jackal. Jitter, jittery jackal. Uh, yeah, his his music it, it is interesting. It's different. It's not quite like what um, you're used to, but it's still a really cool sound, and the song is a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, definitely go check them out. And yeah so yeah check them out take a listen of their music video on our site and if you guys are very interested go buy their cd on cd japan we have the link there i'm personally probably going to ask a friend of mine to go buy it since he's over there right now but continuing on with some indie quarter news that i didn't get to um put on the site but Last week's Indie Corner uh, band, Flu, actually released it. They uh, they announced a brand new album. It is a the 16-track song, and it only sums up into about 28 minutes or so. Makes sense, because a lot of their songs so. are short. They're intentionally short, too, so it makes sense. That they would that they would have a yeah, so. a 16-track album that's only about half hour long. Yeah, so I'm I'm really excited for this, and I really really do like them. So please, 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 if you guys are interested in Flu, which apparently a lot of you guys are, because it became our number one article on the site. I don't even know how that happened. It's it even beat out our our news and review blog. It was the number one thing on our site. So oh, it, apparently, by you the, guys by the band really helped. do like it. Yeah, it's been really helping us out. Um, so excuse me for one moment as I switch into Japanese here. Ano indie kono no minasan ano sone to jita jakuru to. フルーとあの、ステラのみなさん、いつもありがとうございます。これからもあの、いろいろなのバンドとかアメリカでお紹介したいので、あの、楽しんでください。本当に本当にありがとうございます。これからもよろしくお願いいたします。
Okay, so that's for that. Um, I just need to thank them if they ever listen to our podcast, which it seems some of them do from what I've been looking at the site there. So I at least have to speak Japanese for them. But, <laughs> but yeah, with that, uh, there's a couple things I need to announce personally for the site and I guess as a podcast as a whole. Yes. I uh, I quit my job. <laughs> so, so I am now a I guess I am you're now a freeloader. Considering fully onto I am now a freeloader and uh, I'm putting all my effort towards the site right now. For at least for a month or so, I'm still looking for jobs. If anyone in Japan wants to give me a job, hey. Hey. <laughs> Getting the recording show uh, there would be yeah, really I'm... difficult. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I said just recording the show would be really difficult because the time difference. Yeah, I'd just wake up first thing in the morning like I've been doing. <laughs> That's true. But yeah, um, I'll be pretty much putting all my full work into the site so expect a lot more articles a lot more different things for the youtube stuff because i've been really behind on putting up my videos i have a couple of them in the can it's just that i haven't had the time to go and edit everything else um i'll be focusing more so on the streaming stuff also so if you guys are interested in looking at all the streaming stuff that i've done it doesn't seem like um, the time zones that I've been doing it in have not been working, so I'm going to be doing it a bit earlier now. <laughs> so if you guys are interested in that. But yeah, I'm looking forward to a lot of things here. I'm looking forward to putting all my effort into the site and for the podcast in general, because it's it's something that I want to do for a bit. And if if I don't find a job and we've end up, if I end up doing this full time, I really don't mind. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think we've we've all I talked really about this mind. one day just leaving our lives behind and just doing this full time. So <laughs> we'll 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 see but yeah, where, where that I'm, goes. Hopefully, yeah, we'll we'll see and share. But I'm I'm looking forward to it. Please look forward to all the news articles that and reviews and things like that that we'll be doing pretty much on the down the line. So hopefully, you guys look forward to that. If not, yeah, I, I've been having a lot of fun with the site. This past couple weeks have been our best two weeks for the site. So I'm very, very thankful for that. And I think Japan has been very good to us. So, <laughs> Yes. Yes, they have. Yes. So I'm, I'm looking forward to any new like bands and stuff like that. Any new things that we'll be doing for, for the site. But yeah, just uh, please be patient. We're still growing as a site and everything like that, and as a podcast in general. Yeah. So look forward to that. But yeah, with that, you can catch us all up on Instagram and Twitter at ongaku to you, all one word. You can email us at ongaku to you at gmail.com. Just let us know how we're doing. If you want us to change the format, if you want us to have different things, let us know how we did for our radio podcast, please. Yes. You can check out us on iTunes and Google Podcasts, all the major podcasting places. Check out the site, ongakutuyu.com, where we'll be doing all of our news sources, all of our major, major things will be on there. And check us out on Twitch at ongaku to you, uh, twitch.tv slash ongaku to you. And check out our um, our associate, Kyoryu Hunter. He is a Japanese Twitch streamer that's been doing a lot of horror games. I think he's going to be doing Metal Gear this week, so I'll be sitting in on that with him. I'm looking forward to that because Metal Gear is probably one of my ga- favorite gaming series. If you guys want to hear me ramble on about games, you can check me out at Podosaurus, the gaming podcast that Koryu Hunter also does. If you want to check out his Twitch channel, it is twitch.tv slash Hunter, K-Y-U-R-Y-O-H-U-N-T-E-R. But yeah, that's 
pretty much it at my end. If you want to follow me personally at um, on Twitter, it's OTYKen1. If you guys have any jobs for me, you can reach me there too. <laughs> <laughs> hire me, hire me. Hire me, hire me, please. And um, where can we reach you for your personal Twitter there, Gray? Uh, you can reach me at Ongaku Gray on Twitter. Uh, I not the most vigilant on there, but I do occasionally chime out and say stuff. So please follow me there. Uh, I do have a question: Which Metal Gear is he going to be playing? I doubt it'll be four. Or He's playing five. one. Metal He's Gear one. one, not Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear for like the Solid. NES. Solid. No, okay. well, I mean he could. Te- technically just play subsistence from three and they have a ps3 port of one and two yeah well because i've played middle gear solid one two three and four i've not played five and i haven't played the five original metal gear games <laughs> so middle gear one and two but i played all the ones in the middle gear and Metal gear solid is probably one of my favorite game series of all time if I had to rank it, it is Metal Gear, then Final Fantasy, then Persona, then Bang Dream. <laughs> I I don't know how I would rank it because I know I know my favorite game of all time is the original Doom for PC. Uh, that 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 game is my childhood. I I play that game for fun on the hardest difficulty setting. Uh, just like I grew up every. Sunday, I'd go over to my grandfather's. He had a computer. We didn't. And he had Doom, and I would play it, and I would spend the whole afternoon playing it. And that, that was my childhood. <laughs> and then later on, we eventually did get a computer. And I got Doom, and I played it more at my house. But I didn't have to wait till every Sunday to go play it, so like I could just play it at home. So Doom has just been one of those games where it's like, I love it. And the the gameplay reveal yesterday has got me pumped for the next next sequel. So yeah, so look forward to any future projects that we'll be doing. If anything, we'll be announcing it on the podcast first and putting it on the site later on. But yeah, I want to thank you guys very much for listening to this episode of Ongaku to You. I know it's was fairly short this time around, mostly because we didn't Not do really. the run, but not really. We're at 52 <laughs> minutes and 40-some-odd seconds. Yeah. Pretty so. average, then. <laughs> yeah, we just did do the Oricon, but, yeah. but it's just standard episode length, so all, all's good. <laughs> but yeah, we're looking forward to any future developments for the site and for the podcast as a whole. But yeah, I am your host, Ken Sane. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Ongaku to You, and uh, please hire me. And Mahalos. (laughs) And this is Grace signing out. You guys have a good week.